All right. Matt Sapala, and, and make, I'm making sure I'm getting your last name correctly. Sure. Sapala. Okay. S-A-P-A-U-L-A. Sapala. And you did it. You signed it off perfectly, man. You're doing man, a lot man. better than most anchors do on, on TV and radio, man. So, <laughs> good job, man. Well, I take the compliment because you are everywhere. I love your uh, stuff on YouTube. We're going to talk about that a bit. Um, thanks again for, you know, just hopping on the show, really um, showcasing the brand, reminding veterans that we can do amazing things after we take the uniform off and continue to serve. Now, my first question for you is, you know, the Money Smart Movement team is a brand within a brand, and your YouTube channel highlights why this was the best move for you to work at a company you would never want to leave. Break that down for our listeners. I left the Marine Corps broke, busted, and disgusted. Mm. You know, so I had very little money. So, you know, oftentimes people say, well, well you need money to start a business. Yeah, a little bit of money, but I didn't even have a little bit of money. Mm. I didn't have a couple grand uh, to get, I didn't even have a thousand dollars. I had less than four or $500 to get started. And what PHBNC allows us to do is get, get, get any agent to go out there, get licensed in the industry and start a career in the financial services industry. The coach teach and, and the best part about it, instead of you have to have CEO type decisions, we're not used to understanding how to build a business yet. You can defer and allow that deferral of decision-making to higher up executives, so to speak, so you can do what you need to do first, which is personally develop, professionally develop, and make some money for your families. And what evolved to me is that process. Right, so that's, right. You know, that's, that's what happened to me. But here's, the, here's the, the, I think, one of the difference, differences about you. You're one of the leaders in the space. What clicked for you? What just kind of said, you know what? This is my shot. I'm betting on me. I'm investing in me. And, you know, many veteran leaders need to hear that. What clicked for you and what was the difference for you? Because nobody's going to do it for you. You think, you think that people are going to treat you differently just because you're a veteran or you put that on your resume? They're not going to treat you any differently. Um, I'm one of those veterans that I don't like going to Applebee's and Denny's and high up on Veterans Day just to get a freaking free meal. You know, I, I, I want to work for everything. Everything in the military I work for and earn for and I value it and I appreciate it that much more. My, my state of gratitude is that much more higher because I work for it. I just don't feel right. Uh, right. With, with and when I was a single father with custody of my kids leaving the Marine Corps, I remember a very humiliating story where, uh, well, humiliating my story, it's experience, where I was, I was a sergeant in Southern California on WIC, women, infants, and kids, children. And I remember looking behind me with my WIC stamps, with my bread, my cereal, my milk, and my, my eggs, looking behind me because I didn't want anybody to wait on me while I was getting my, certific my, my certificate stamped and, and processed. And then somebody behind me going, come on, let's go. I can't wait. I got, I got things to do. So therefore, I just wanted to have power and control just by sliding my card and giving them cash. And so and I, I just completely wanted to build a better life. Yeah, I love that. I love that you talked about right up front some of the struggles because I think when we watch people within our community who are super successful, super driven, you know, I watched one of your YouTube videos over and over where you were driving back to the office and you were just saying, look, I, I went home, I did my family time. But what's important to me is maintaining a certain standard of living for my family. So while you're heading home and checking out and going to watch, <laughs> watch TV or play Xbox, I'm heading back to the office because guess what? I've, I've put in the family time and it's time for me to secure life for my family. And I was just like, man, we need to say that everywhere you go. <laughs> you know? Go opposite, baby. Go opposite. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So 
Now, and I, you know, to all our, our listeners and those watching us on live, I want to let you know that um, you can connect with Matt on Instagram at Money Smart Guy. Again, head over to his Instagram. He's definitely going to inspire you. He's going to challenge you. He's going to get in your face. But guess what? <laughs> if you want to level up, he's the person to be following on Instagram. Now, Matt, you have over 5,500 followers. And one of your most popular posts is your series with uh, Tim Grover. Now, and I'd just love to pull on some of the lessons you learned from him. And then, you know, following that right up with, do you live relentlessly today? And then tell, tell, I think you touched on a time when you didn't live relentlessly, but I, I'd like you to go a bit deeper there as well. So first question is, what did you learn from uh, Tim Grover that still resonates today? I, to, to answer that last one, I think I am starting to live relentlessly. I, I, I can't admit to say that I did at the beginning of my career because I was so stuck in survival mode. Ah. I was just so stuck in just paying the bills. I was just so stuck in the pit. Now that, you know, my wife and I were, we're, we're bringing in a seven figure income a year and, and we're, we're co-owners of a hundred million dollar company. I can be purposed about that now. Mm -hmm. So I think when, when Michael Jordan was first in the league, he just wanted to make a name for himself. Right. Right. And, and then a lot of, a lot of guys in the league, like for example, look at LeBron. He just wanted to make, you know, who got there, he started making a name for himself. Not that he's made a name for themselves. Now it's about legacy. Ah. And oftentimes people never think about legacy because they're so stuck in the pit for, for a long period of time. Right. So I think my habits have changed over the last, I would say, two years, especially after reading the book Relentless. Mm. Uh, you know, Tim Grover, he's going to be our guest speaker at our conference here next couple of weeks in New Orleans. Oh, wow. So we, we invited him to come out. We're, we're paying a speaking fee. Glad to do it. Uh, we, are, we have about 1,500 guys coming, descending upon New Orleans at the Hyatt. Mm. Uh, for our power up event and and some of the things i learned from him there was a special stat sheet that michael had tim grover track so for those, those, for those that know tim grover tim grover was michael jordan's personal trainer for 15 years wow i wow. mean could, you know could michael have i mean he was the greatest player in the world um and arguably the greatest player of all time do you think he could have chosen any personal trainer <laughs> yeah absolutely but he stuck with Tim for 15 years. Right. Um, why? Because he never let up on him. Ah. Like he never let Michael, he never let Michael, like as soon as the game was over, his first question to Mike, uh, like the game was over at 10 o'clock at night, his first question to Mike, okay, Mike, six or seven, which meant, do you want me to get out of your hotel room at six o'clock or seven o'clock because we're working out? Ooh. Right? So. Ooh. <laughs> And so, you know, so that's the type of person Michael was. And then it's funny because I, I, uh, I happened to uh, be invited to Michael Jordan's restaurant, which is right down the street in an office here in Oak Brook. Mm -hmm. And they invited to his opening. And I'm like, is Michael going to show up? I'm like, he is. I said, are you sure? I mean, he's just not licensing his name to the <laughs> Bro, as soon as he, he shows up, I got to meet Michael. Wow. And, and shook his hand. My wife and I took a picture that we're never going to wash his hand anymore. <laughs> And, and the next thing you know, brother, uh, when she and I are sitting outside, we're smoking a cigar, having some whiskey that was, that was provided. And Michael Jordan sits down with us for an hour and a half for a conversation. Wow. It, it, wow. it, was, a, it was the craziest thing. And, and lots of times people think people like Tim Grover, Michael Jordan are jerks. Mm. And, and it's, I'm like, and after sitting down with them and them being real with us, right. like, why, why do they think they're jerks? No, they're not jerks. They're just intense. They just have a high standard. Yeah. And, and, and I hope for the viewers there that if you're a leader, and I love the, the name of your podcast, 
that if you're a leader, that's just saying you being, being a jerk. It's just not you not allowing people to drag you down to their lower standards. Come on. And yours. Come on. And I love, I love that you, you tapped into that energy and that mindset because if we are to unleash on the veteran leader uh, community the ideas that, guess what? We are what our country needs at every level. Mm-hmm. We can't continue to be dragged down to lower levels of, of thinking, lower levels of um, what opportunities we will or won't accept. And I love that you sh- shared and showcased that, Bernard, I'm still stretching, I'm still getting better. But my wife and I were able to grow this business and be co-owners of this massive multi-million dollar company, but it does require a certain mindset. It does require a certain work, but it also comes with a certain level of access. So I mean, it's, it's a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. What are most people making my type of money doing on a Saturday afternoon? They're, they're on a golf course. Yeah. They're, they're on a yacht. That's the proper pronunciation of that word, by the way. It's yacht. <laughs> There's a C-H-T in there. How do I know? I have a PhD, which is a public high school diploma. <laughs> but, I mean, look at your grind. It's a right. Saturday afternoon. What the heck are you doing at the office? You see, this yeah. is the type of stuff that we nor- you and I, norm- this is like normal to us. Right. And, that, and that's our standard. And so, you know, we're not going to let the, the rest of the world allow us to conform to them. Let's maintain our standards that the rest of the world conform to us. us, uh, us, us, us. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Again, you know, if you're, you're tuning in, I'm, I'm having an amazing conversation with Matt Sapola. You need to be following him on YouTube. You need to be following him on Instagram. Uh, on Instagram, you can reach him at the money smart guy. Let him know you heard about him here first. He is not only shaking up the vetrepreneur space, the, uh, the self-made you know, space, he is just a voice of clarity. Um, something that challenged me in watching one of your YouTube videos. And I just love how it was humbling, but it was direct. You said doctor, dentist, engineer, architect, or accountant. You know, these were the five things I was always being pushed to be my entire life. You know, and and you, you talked about, you know, being a professional was just something deep in your culture. And that, that only showed up in those five roles of work. And then you also touched on, you know, it was so hard for you who knew you had this certain mindset, this certain grind set to to truly live in the world the way you are. And you were being kind of forced just culturally and societally to be an employee. And you were, you just share like that didn't work for you. I'd love for you to kind of talk about some of the cultural uh, norms you had to shake off and some of the traditions you had to move beyond to live at the level that you are. And you just shared that not only was I invited to a you know, private opening of a restaurant by, you know, arguably one of the greatest people to play basketball in the world, I was able to sit and have a conversation with him, you know, and really talk eye to eye and talk levels and talk intensity. And I, I just want you to bring all of that to this conversation. Yeah. So our family comes from the Philippines. And the American dream is getting a job in America. Mm. And it's not staying in the Philippines. So lots of people don't realize that the Filipinos, we were enslaved by the Spanish for over 400 years. Mm. So we have, we have, the Filipinos have a slave mentality. Like I got to work, I got to work for the man. Mm. I got to make the man happy. No, you can be the man. Right. But that dialogue is never exposed to Filipinos, let alone most people in America. Mm. 
Um, and yet we're in a country of free enterprise and capitalism. And yet we don't take advantage of free enterprise, freedom, and capitalism. And, 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 and as we're talking and discussing about money, hold on real quick, I got to figure out, I should have done it. See, I'm still learning, man. I got to make sure my, 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 my laptop doesn't run out of, out of battery. Okay, I just plugged it in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, when, when I'm thinking I'm being groomed, I just knew deep down inside my heart, you're right. I, I, had, I like that word, grind set. I had this grind set, not academic set. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think there's not enough, uh, ex- in my time, there was not enough exposure to say, listen, if you want to be a business person, you want to be an entrepreneur, listen, I wanna, I'm 6'3", I'm, I'm a, the, probably the tallest Filipino most people will ever meet. And, uh, <laughs> and, I, and I, I can run, I'm, I'm fast, so I played in, in sports. Nobody was ever saying, well, why sports? In order for you to be financially independent, you need a job. You need to be, you need to be secure. You need to be safe. You need to be, you need to be thinking about your family. Matt. Well, right. I have to think about my family. Right. And I know there's a deep down burning desire, at least for me. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of veterans out there to be somebody. Yeah. And that for the most part, the military brought that out of you. And now that you transition out, nothing is bringing it out. Like I was talking, I was having a conversation with a Marine Corps colonel that was in Afghanistan. He admitted to me that going into business for him, he was afraid. Mm. Like, 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 sir, you were in Afghanistan. You were leading Marines in combat and you are afraid to go in business for yourself. Why? Because his identity was wrapped up in academics. Wow. His identity was wrapped up in the lowest form of leadership, in my opinion, which is called leadership by title. Right? Like, like people don't follow me because I'm a sergeant in the Marine Corps. People follow me, right? People follow me because when I was in the Marine Corps, I got the job done, regardless of the title. And I think we all know that. Right. Absolutely. Captain, private. You can be a private. You can be a leader. And so I'm, I'm, I'm a leader by example. I'm a leader by influence. I'm a leader by, by what I do, not by what I say. And that's entrepreneurship. And, and I know a lot of us that are wired to that grind set. That's a new word for me, man. It's yeah. Grind set. And can buy into because in free enterprise in capitalism you work hard you get rewarded mm-hmm. you bust your tail you get recognized yep right and we promote through performance it doesn't matter if you're old you're young you're black you're white uh, listen the only color it cares about is green are you bringing green to your business are you bringing yeah. green to your family and if you find a problem did you provide a solution for did you help people people's lives become better because of that product or service a brother you get promoted, you get rewarded, you get paid. Man, that's how it is. That's how it is. And I love that, you know, you just kind of took the time to, to remind us of the differences and also the differences in leadership. Because at times, you know, we find ourselves in a leadership position and all we focus on is the titles and toys versus changing lives. And I think what I've seen in you and your business is that it's all about transformational change. It's all about empowering others to ownership and, and walking away from mindsets that just hasn't been working out. And I love, you know, your YouTube series. I, you know, again, if you're not following Matt Sapolo on YouTube, head over to YouTube, subscribe. I'm telling you, don't get lost in the rabbit hole like I did when he first showed me stuff. But it's so refreshing to, to hear someone who knows what they want for their family and then is unashamed at doing the work to get the results that you're looking for. And one of the things I've been kind of uh, throwing off of people just to irritate them right at the beginning of the new year is resolutions or results. You know, like 
Like it's easy to get a resolution, but you have to earn your results. And you talked about earning it. Um, tell me about building, you know, your, your team and tell me about earning each level that you have earned. And also, who did you have to walk away from in the process to maintain the momentum that you, you built? Oh, that's an easy one. You got to walk away from anybody that doesn't serve and support your desire and momentum and movement to become the next best version of you. Mm -hmm. If they're constantly reminding you of who you used to be, mm. if they're constantly reminding you that you're really not anybody, if they're constantly reminding you, well, who are you to dream? By the way, like, like I said, I don't have a college degree. I could have taken my GI Bill and got a college degree. When I started making more money than my college professor, and he was giving me a hard time for being an entrepreneur, I said, well, you've been a CPA for 20 years and an adjunct professor. I'm this insurance guy. Yeah, I'm making $100,000 a year in, in, in two years versus your 20 years and I'm even making 100 grand. You, you, gotta, you gotta walk away from that stinking thinking for people that serve your purpose. And sadly, many of your friends and family and even service members that mm -hmm. you served with don't understand that grind set. Wow. So, so you're gonna find a new, like for example, if you're listening to the show, it's like you're seeking something to fill your heart. Because yeah. you know it's there and there's a gap, there's a hole. And nothing out there is filling it. Well, you're listening to the right podcast. You're plugging into the right community. Right. So that'd be it. Um, and the, the, the uh, opposite of that, uh, to see your first question, was really uh, putting yourself in a position where I, I want to have control. And if I don't have control, I've, I've allowed somebody else to, else to have control. And if somebody else controlling, listen, the last, last time I checked, he who controls your income mm. controls you. Come on. That, that if you say, please promote me, listen, I'm not, I'm not here sucking to anybody, right? And I may have done it because I didn't know any better. Right. But in the world of free enterprise and capitalism, listen, I've got a mentor in Patrick Van David, who's an army veteran, the CEO of our company. He wants to make unemployment zero. <sighs> zero. <laughs> wow. You know why, Bernard? Because once we understand entrepreneurship, once we understand free enterprise and capitalism, and you understand how to create nothing, something from nothing, mm -hmm. Like, like, I don't have a degree, but I found something, and this has allowed me economic mobility to go from 20, bankrupt to, to $20,000 a year, to $100,000 a year, to two fifty a year, to five hundred. because somebody taught me a craft, somebody taught, oh, me a, somebody taught me a skill, somebody gave me a pattern, somebody gave me a blueprint, and I hope that everybody that's listening to the show finds theirs. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And I love that you, you again, you took us through your humble beginnings. You took us through the mindset shift. And then you, you also talked about the grind set that you consistently have even to today to really put yourself in the position where you're in control of your life and the future that you want for your family. And I think so many of us need to hear that. And, and as you mentioned, we need to seek out the energy and the people and the ideas that keep us moving and rolling forward with that. Now, one of the favorite, uh, one of my favorite things that you posted, and and again, it was it was highly liked, highly retweeted, you know. And you said, "Don't ever let someone tell you that you can't conquer your current situation." Finding the right mentor, aligned with the right company, and wearing the right jersey has been everything. If pro athletes always look for the right team fit, why don't you? If yeah. recruiters are always connecting openings with can-do people, why aren't you? And if agents are always connecting opportunities 
with talent, why won't you? Unpack that for us and break down the mindset of the right mentor, the right company, and the right jersey, and lastly, the right team fit. I think in, in, in a, a modern example today would be LeBron. He's a great recruiter. He needs to surround himself. He, he, he himself is building his dream team. He recruited, right? He recruited Bosch to come mm-hmm. to Miami. He went down there. So he's recruiting and building his team. He goes back to Cleveland. He's recruiting a bunch of guys who isn't a good recruiter. Is Russell Westbrook. Yeah. He's repelling everybody with, right? Uh, so for the most part, um, you know, I, I don't know all the ins and outs, but all I can say is some of the best talent aren't wanting to play at, at Oklahoma. Right. Because he wants to spot. He wants to shine. He wants to be the guy. And I think sometimes with entrepreneurship, you, you think that you have to go and do everything yourself. Oh, wow. And you don't. Um, there's a lot of platforms out there that you can co-brand, co-lead, uh, uh, purchase a franchise, uh, 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 plug into a system, plug into a process. There's some solid network marketing companies out there. I'm not part of a network marketing company, but uh, listen, if I was a brand new guy, I, I, I you know, some of the biggest mentors, you know, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, why the rich get richer. And I mean, they advocate that too as well. That, that's a smart idea because those companies with little money, but you invest time, they unpackage the world of entrepreneurship to you. Mm-hmm. They, they take this thing called a phone and make it less intimidating for you. Yeah. That, that the world of business development, you know, it, it's based on the fundamentals. Like when Kobe, you know, he wanted to learn footwork from Akeem Olajuwon. Right. He, he wasn't too cool for school to learn a new crap, even though he is another champion. His ego wasn't too big. So I I hope our ego, for people listening to the show, I hope your ego, never let your ego be bigger than your bank account. (laughs) What what has pride and ego done for your bank account? But by the the book out there called Ego is the Enemy. Oh, wow. And so so I, I, I never get to caught up if i have a victory i celebrate it for 24 hours they take it from from the athletes celebrate it's same thing to a failure you 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 mourn for it for 24 hours you celebrate for 24 hours but after that boom back in the saddle going forward yeah yeah now how much of that was cultivated during your time in the marines and how much of that did you deepen you know after you just started on this journey and realized that man this was a right team fit for me my, my first unit leader, I didn't get along with him. He didn't like me. I didn't like him. I always gave him the shit jobs. But I, was, I said, you know what? Let me suck it up. Let me, I'm, in his, I'm in his unit. Let me honor you know, the process. Uh, let me keep my mouth shut. Let me do less because the more I do, the less he's on my back. And let me pay attention to detail. I'm going to just suck it up right now. The, the flip side to that is when the, the meritorious marina, the quarter boards that come up, and somebody said, this I know I was white for sales. He goes, well, who wants to get a promotion? I'm like, I do, because it meant more money. Right, right. Says, well, go up for the Marine or the quarter board. And so you had to do drill, physical fitness, general knowledge, uniform inspection, uh, and, and, and marksmanship. And so a lot of those things I can take care of. I wasn't used to drilling. Hmm. And I wasn't up to my general knowledge. Like, what would these sergeant majors be asking? What would these first sergeant guys be I, I don't know. So I remember on the USS Tripoli, we're, we're, just, we're just leaving Somalia. I remember going to another unit because he happened to be Filipino. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, Staff Sergeant, I know I'm not part of your unit, but would you, would you mentor me? Would you mentor me in drill? Would you coach me in general knowledge? What do I need to know about being on the Marine of the Corridor that I should know? And I was seeking, I was a Lance Corporal at the time. I was wow. an E3. 
I was in E3. I was seeking the help of a staff sergeant. And guess what? There's a lot of time on the ship. None of his unit, the guys in his unit were asking for him for, for, him for any guidance and mentorship. And we'd spend time you know, drilling. We, we were right there in the hangar. Now, Paulin, I was doing a drill card. I dress, right? Dress. So I, I, I practiced a drill card. And when I went to the, the Marine of the Quarter Board, I smashed it, man. Oh, wow. I, I had so much confidence. Why? Because I had a mentor, a, a Marine that wasn't even in my unit, willing hmm. to mentor me and guide me. And I translated that to business, even though I, we're not in the same company. Even though you might be competition. I'm not, I'm not too prideful to say, listen, I think there's something we can still learn from each other, even though we do compete. I love that. I mean, is there something that Pepsi learns from Coke? Is there something that Windows learns from Apple? Yeah. Is there something that Blackberry or, or you know, Black <laughs> Android, Android learns from, from Apple? 100%. Yeah, yeah. And I love the way you made that correlation and tied it into a, a blueprint for success throughout you know, the rest of your life and career because at times we are not humble enough to say, man, you're performing at a very high level. Let me connect with you and learn from you what I can and also share with you what I can. And I think. Yeah, I think we're not. There's three people that you always constantly need to have. This is something that I've constantly been focused on for a good part of my career. Number one, you need somebody to deposit into you. Hmm. Mm -hmm. That'd be a, that, the obvious one would be a mentor. Right. And, and, and the way you, you pay them back is they actually do what they say. Yeah. Like, like follow through. That's why a lot of people don't have mentors because, yeah, but I don't want to do it because it just doesn't fit me. The reason why the mentor is telling you to do something is to fix your shit, man. Blah, 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 yeah, blah. Come on. <laughs> right? The second person that you need to be deposited into is a running buddy. Mm. Right? Your accountability part, man. Let's do this. Let's do this. I'm going I'm to I'm grind with you. And the third person you need to be depositing into is somebody below you mm. that, that you want, that you want to pull up themselves that you to them are a mentor. Right. Right. They're not at your position, not your income, not right. And, and if you find yourself with those three roles constantly throughout your life, you're going to find happiness and enjoyment and fulfillment in whatever is endeavor that you're, you're pursuing. Wow. I love that. And I love how, you know, clear that is and, and how it consistently helps you level up, but also consistently helps you tap into the rule of giving back which keeps space in your life for more to be poured into you as well. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, again, I am having an amazing conversation with Matt Sapala. Follow him on Instagram, money smart guy. Again, he's gonna challenge you, he's gonna get in your face, but you will be so excited that there's another voice of do the work. There's another voice of don't be afraid to network. Don't be afraid to ask for help just reminding you that you can go from where you are to where you want to be. And now talking about your Instagram, Matt, you had an amazing conversation, you know, with a founder from the veteran community, you know, who took a $1,200 and created a hundred million dollar company. And, and your interview with him is, is pretty phenomenal. What were some of your takeaways and what are some of the bold moves you were able to make knowing that that is possible? 1200 to a hundred million dollars. You know. Daniel Alaric, CEO of Grunt Style, great, great guy. Uh, matter of fact, if you're not part of his uh, uh, monthly Grunt Style Grunt Cup, he's got some pretty cool T-shirts. Matter of fact, I think uh, let, let me uh, let me do some brand, branding for him, man. He's 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 a friend of the the Money Smart Movement team, but but he's got a great you know like a monthly T-shirt. Yeah, this is the the what he got the the yet with the tactical Yeti, 
you know, so I'm part of his grunt, you know, grunt club, the monthly t-shirt, but great guy. Um, his first mistake was, was thinking that a billboard, one marketing activity would bring in business. Mm. And actually he built his business one by one. Hey man, you want the shirt? You want the shirt? No. Okay. You want the shirt? No. You want the shirt? Yes. Okay. Let me get you to how many you want. So he learned that individual one-on-one sales was much more effective than just one marketing activity. Oh, wow. Thinking that it was going to create an influx of sales. And he, he learned sales. A lot of, a lot of veterans know sales already. They just, they just haven't, they just haven't packaged it for the civilian world uh, because military guys are always used to selling their ideas all the time. Yeah. Right. And so uh, another thing I learned from him was that he walks around with a slight case of paranoia all the time. Hmm. Like, like, like on my, on my wristband. So, so on one wrist, I have a $30,000 Rolex. Yeah. But on the, the, the other wrist, I have the power of broke. Oh, wow. Right. Wow. Like I, wow. you never get caught up in this. Yeah. Depending what time it is, man. Yeah. And this doesn't define me either. Yeah. Because we always have to remember what it's like. Feel it. Yeah. Operate with nothing in the bank account. Yeah. And so uh, that's what I got from Daniel. And he's always looking for verticals. Um, expect some big things to come out of Daniel. And he's not uh, afraid to continue to push the envelope. Um, he's got a whiskey company. He's got Alpha Outpost. He's got so many different verticals and horizontals. It has grown to his business. He's no longer a t-shirt company today. He's more of a lifestyle brand. So Right. Absolutely. Yeah, powerful movement. And, uh, you know, just thanks for taking some time to just highlight your lessons. What I love is the, the strategies and the mindset of those who are doing it and doing it at a high level like yourself, like Daniel. And I think, you know, it's a, it's a gauntlet challenge to veterans or, or even current service members on what impact are you going to have after you take the uniform off? Now, staying with that thought, did you see this version of yourself? Did you, did you visualize this version? Of yourself at any point during your military career or right post military career I did I just didn't know how to get there I, I knew I, I knew there was something deep inside of me like I, I remember being on an instructor duty and having two hours of sleep and from for weeks at a time but every morning I just wake up jacked up <laughs> I'm just fired up about depositing into these young men and women the, to, to keep them alive in combat, to teach them the traditions of the Marine Corps, that I'm the first version, an example they'll, they'll face and forever they'll remember their first instructor. And, you know, I, I, so, I rem- so I knew that I wanted to deposit in, and build people up. Yeah. I, just, I just didn't know how. Yeah. And, and I, didn't, I didn't think that sales or entrepreneurship would be ever, yeah. ever away. I thought I was going to be a cop. I thought I was going to be a firefighter. I thought I was going to be an airplane mechanic. Mm-hmm. And I never thought I'd be in a financial world. I never thought I'd be in sales, let alone own my own business. So I think through the process, when you allow yourself to march forward in courage, you're going to find out seeing how far and how high you can actually climb with the right people around you, discovering, again, the next best version of you consistently. Right. One of the things that I was is really impressed by, because I always look at what I can take away and apply right away. And, you know, I typically work throughout the holiday season with, you know, the, the mandatory breaks for family. And then I saw that you did the same. You were doing training, flying to meet with your teams. And I was like, we need to talk about this. We need to remind people that there's times when others slow down. And if you maintain your steady pace or speed up, it puts you in a whole different category. I'd love for you to just take some time to talk about that. 
I want people to live a life where they don't have to wait for their birthday to be recognized. Mm. I want people to live a life where they don't have to wait for Mother's Day to honor their mother or their father. I don't want people to rec- wait to recognize that they have to wait for a religious holiday to honor their, the, 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 whoever they serve, whatever faith they practice. Yeah. That should be done every oh, wow. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every day. Like, like no resolution because every day you should be resolving to become better. Yeah. Why do we throw, you know, so I don't want to conform to that process. The process is an everyday evolution and you should be honoring, thanking, giving, contributing yeah. as you went on those holidays. And, um, you know, and, and think about it. You and I, we've already got two weeks ahead of a lot of people in America. I mean, they're just not getting back to work. Right. But we got back. We got back to work on the first day of the month. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And our, our, the, the net was it another next morning after whatever that hashtag was after New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody was here at the office at nine o'clock at night celebrating close out to the month and close out to the year. Right. And then after nine o'clock, everybody went home to the family and celebrated whatever they needed to do. Bernard, do you know how many DUIs we prevented to that night? <sighs> Come right? on. Because we're, I'm, not getting anybody, I'm not getting anybody thrashed. Right? And, and so... Uh, and, and, and the next morning, we're here at nine o'clock in the morning on New Year's Day. Right, right. I mean, so I, I, that, that's, that's my hope for people, that they live and build a life where they don't have to wait for their birthday or a holiday to celebrate the family that they live and care about. Man, man, that is as <laughs> deep and as realistic as it gets because without knowing it, we plug into a system or we believe in traditions that are not working for us. They are not working for our families. We're not truly looking at our financial state as a measurement of a life well lived. We're, you know, still uh, wishing and hoping versus tapping into the communities, the mindsets, the businesses, and the habits of those who are actually living life at the highest level. One of the things that you said that really resonated with me, and I think veteran leaders and those that love and support our communities can definitely take these principles. You said you, you first invent yourself then you reinvent yourself, you know, and then at some point you go bigger. My challenge is what is step one for that listener, for that, you know, leader, you know, for someone that loves and supports yeah. our community, what's step one? Um, if, if you want to invent yourself and reinvent yourself, step one is finding out what you don't want. Like I didn't want to be broke anymore. I don't want to be, uh, listen, dude, I, I ballooned up to 250 pounds when I got out of the Marine Corps and it wasn't muscle. Mm. And I, I mean, I, joking, because back in the day, the style was bagginess, right? Remember the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I remember buying a size 40 pair of jeans, waist size 40 pair of jeans, and it was baggy, very baggy. I needed like a, a belt to wrap it on twice. Bro, there's six months after getting out of the Marine Corps, I actually fit in it without needing a belt. Whoa. I'm like, what, ha- what happened to me, man? What happened to me? So I, I wrote down what I didn't want. So therefore I can make room for what I do want. Right. And once that, that would be step one. Step number two, you need to plug into a system where it's gonna allow you to feel uncomfortable, right? Because your dreams and goals are hopes. This is your comfort zone, mm-hmm. but your dreams and goals and hopes are out here. Wow. So in order to get out here, you need to be constantly expanding, being comfortable, being uncomfortable. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, the, the third one is to listen to the right things like these podcasts. This is, there's a great podcast to listen to. You're, you're, you're at the gym right now. You're, you're on the way to work. You're listening to opposite of what most people are listening to. You know, they listen to, listen, there's nothing wrong with music and supporting our pop stars, whatever the case may be, but listen, I would live my dream. 
So I need to feed my system. I need to reprogram my brain because the academic system taught me how to be a great employee. Yeah. And there's no financial education in our school system. And I need to teach that through self-learning. Right. Right. So those would be one, two, three. And man, I love that. And I love how clear that is and, and just how passionate you are. Like I could just see um, you living the moment, watching people, again, like can't support their families and watching people, you know, lose their homes. I could see all of that when you're sharing that, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm thankful. Lines, baby. <laughs> I'm yeah. so thankful that you're an example for our community that, you know, we don't have to do a hard thing, you know, put our lives on the line for this amazing country and then not even be able to put our lives on the line for our families in a way that they recognize as valuable. And, and, and just let's make that practical, being able to support them, pay for college, buy the home, you know, buy the car, take the vacations, celebrate the, you know, the moments that matter. And I think you're, you're speaking to that at such a high level. Yeah, my, my team, when I came home from one of my trips, uh, they put it on a blackboard. And our, our guy said, put one thing that being plugged in with this mentorship group, that being plugged in with PHP agency has done to change a life. They ran out of room on the blackboard. Oh, wow. They ran out of room on the blackboard. I came to this thing and whew, I'm getting emotional thinking about yeah, it now. No cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro, I'm looking at this board. I didn't have to file bankruptcy. And, you know, I was able to help my parents. I was able to get them the prescription drugs that they needed. And I was able to improve my family's lifestyle. My kids are getting the education that they deserve. I, you know, I'm finally starting to save some money. You know, I'm starting to get out of this. I'm breaking a generational curse. And then I'm looking at a report here of what we paid our guys, you know, last year in terms of commissions and fees over three, over $3.2 million of cash flow. I paid our guys last year, 3.2 million, some guys part-time, some guys full-time, but over 3.2 million of commissions and fees were paid to them. They decided to take urgency and step forward in faith and, and give themselves a shot. I mean, what's the worst can happen? You're back to square one. Right. Square one. Right. And so, so, so that's the type of stuff, man, that jacks me up, man. And, and I'm past the income standpoint, you know, there, there comes a, an income, you, you reach an income level where there's so many stick dinners you can buy. There's so many cars you can get. There's so many, you know, that, that stuff eventually gets old. Right. That's the impact and the transformation making people's lives. That's what my wife and I are after. And that's what drives us. That's what gets us, up and out of bed in the morning man i don't think i can say anything after that um <laughs> if you're not following matt sapala on instagram head over to his instagram page you can find him at money smart guy head over to his youtube channel matt sapala i'm telling you his content and just his life and the way he pushes himself because what i enjoy is that most people climb they get comfortable and they relax, not understanding that their climb leaves such a path for others to follow. And Matt, you're consistently challenging yourself, consistently pushing yourself. You know, here I am staring at you. You're fully dressed for a business day. <laughs> it is Saturday, but Matt just understands that he has a moment to help so many people change their lives and he's not going to let that go to waste. Matt, I would love to hear, you know, some parting words of wisdom and guidance from you and any other books that are on your 2018 reading list that we should uh, be reading as well. We're, we're uh, two books that I would definitely encourage our veteran community to read. We read last month, which is uh, Jocko's book, which is Extreme Ownership. You know, I think a lot of times, you know, veterans, we lay the blame. How come people aren't helping me? People aren't blah, 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 because we're out of that support network, which the military community provides. 
But if you take extreme ownership over your life, extreme ownership of your personal finances, your business, you're going to realize that uh, one of my favorite chapters in his book is there's no such thing as bad teams. There's only bad leaders. Mm. You know, there's not a lot of bad people out there. There's bad leaders leading these people. And so, you know, leadership in its purest form is getting people to do what they normally would have not done themselves. And if you take ownership of your life personally, uh, that'd be a book that you want to read. The next book that we're reading this month is The Mask of Masculinity uh, by Lewis House. He's yeah. a podcast called The School of Greatness. There's nine masks that he discusses in that book of the mask. And I think a lot of military guys, we, we put ourselves in masks. Everything's great. Everything's fun. But you, you pull up crap's mask, we're, we're, we're pouring, we're, we're crying. And one of the masks that I use a lot in my life was a humor mask. Mm. Everything's funny because I don't want to deal with my situation. You know, yeah. My mentor's done a good job. So Matt, could you, could you be serious for one? Mm. Why does everything have to be a joke with you? Mm. <laughs> mm. Right? And so I, I've, gotten, I've gotten very serious and, 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 and uh, took off that mask and dealt with me. Yeah. And, if, and if, it, listen, if you can't fix you and you need to fix you, what better service can you give to others if you're not, if you're not helping yourself? Right. If you're not personally developing, how can you develop other people? If you're not being fin- more financially free and independent, how can you help other people become more financially free and independent? If you're not leading from the front yourself, uh, by the way, leadership is by example. It's not leadership by management. We, we were in a bureaucracy. It's called the military. Entrepreneur world, this is a results economy. Come on. Right? I don't, and by the way, there's no, senior, there's no time in service. There's no seniority here. You do the work. You lead. You get results. You're leading the community. So I don't care if you've been an entrepreneur for a month, a year. Don't think you need any time in service to lead. You're a leader now. Right. You, listen to, you listen to this podcast because you want to be a leader now. You've chosen that, be it. Oh, man. I love it. I love it. Veteran leaders, uh, you know, help me thank Matt for being on the show, sharing his heart, you know, carving out some time on his busy Saturday. Because, again, he is not on the golf course. I can, I can definitely tell you that. And um, <laughs> share this with someone who you know needs to hear it. We want 2018 to be about results. Again, being an entrepreneur is being in the results economy. And I know you have resolutions. I'd say let that go. Get in the system. Get a mentor. Matt shared with us principles, habits, books, strategies, things that he used to transform his life. Follow him on Instagram, the money smart guy. Head over to his YouTube channel, Matt Sapala. Anything else, anywhere else we should be following you, Matt? Uh, yeah, you can. I'm everywhere on social media, even online at moneysmartguy.com, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, by the way, if you want to figure out whether I'm full of crap or not, follow me on Snapchat. I do every day. I'm, I'm just constantly, this is what I'm doing today. This is what I'm doing today. People are helping today. Boom, boom, boom. I'm putting it out there, man. And so I hope that my Snapchat channel is as transparent as it gets because, you know, lots of lives are being changed, you know, one family at a time, man. So uh, look forward to connecting with you there. Drop me a message. Let me know how you're doing and how I can best serve you and best help you. Ladies and gentlemen, Matt Sapala. Matt, thank you for, uh, again, just hopping on here, sharing your heart, and uh, just sharing your wisdom with veteran leaders and those that love and support us. I am definitely going to stay in touch, and I look forward to our next conversation. Appreciate you, big dog. Semper Fi. Good stuff. <laughs> Make it happen, bye.